What does the cross on your forehead signify? It's a knife. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Crew Podcast. It's your boy, Jeremy Phoenix. It's your boy, Denzel. And we got a good episode for y'all today, man. Uh, the, the topic of the week, man. Never chase a man. Never chase a man. Yeah, so. Okay, women, I can't out here chasing these men. Yeah, so we, we, we trying to help y'all out. We trying to help y'all out from the Crew Podcast. We trying to give y'all some game, give y'all some knowledge, give y'all some wisdom. So, uh, like again, this is a multi-purpose podcast, so we talk about all sorts of topics and deliver weekly news, and make sure you comment and rate us as we achieve to provide the highest quality of content possible, and make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, at The Crew Podcast, uh, we even got a Facebook page, so go and like that, yeah, bro. <laughs> make sure y'all go and join The Crew yeah. Podcast Facebook fan club, uh, I didn't even know we had it, but I guess we have it now. I didn't. I didn't know we had a Facebook. I feel yeah. like we should be on there talking to the people more, Facts. more often. But um, ain't nobody wait. on there but your granny. That's all right. That's okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to all the grandmothers out there, the aunts that's holding it down on Facebook with the uh, with the local gossip. I yeah. know y'all out there talking. So, but yeah, make sure y'all do that. Subscribe, share, pick your favorite episode. We got thirty something odd episodes. I got we got so many I don't lost count. Yeah. Go pick your favorite episode. Send it to at least one person. That's yeah. it. That's all we ask if you send it to one person tell them to send it to one person and that's how you grow it big facts big facts yeah so how was your week it was pretty it was pretty good man this week was uh definitely uh filled with a lot of work uh with with my job of course um it was a lot of different clients that we dealt with that were very like pissy you know what i'm saying because we had that we needed to fix stuff on at a certain time frame and we couldn't get it done but for the most part you know what i'm saying we got them taken care of for sure uh had a softball game today a company softball game got our ass tenapped okay got our ass no we got our ass killed you know what i'm saying but uh it was it was a fun it was a fun time definitely with the co-workers um enjoyed it you know what i'm saying your boy out there looking like a young king griffey that's all i'm saying but um, other than that, man, you know, it was pretty good. You know, like I said, work work was work. You know what I'm saying? It definitely was a week where uh, a lot of stuff needed to be done. Had a lot of uh, non-patient clients who were very, like, testy and pissy the whole week. But, you know what I'm saying, got it handled. And, you know what I'm saying, we're looking forward to next week. So we got to deal with them no more. But other than that, it was pretty good. How about you? What's up, man? Um, had a pretty good week, you know. Still doing my nursing thing. Still travel nurse out here. Um, today I went to a uh, young leaders conference, um, so that's gonna carry me on through the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a great conference. A lot of heavy hitters. Uh, shout out to my boy, uh, you know, Pastor Keon, as always. <laughs> One of my favorite pastors of all time. Um, he really, really had everybody on their feet, uh, as always. And he wasn't even preaching. Mm. It's crazy. But um, anyway, it was a nice, uh, a lot of people out there, uh, like uh, uh, like Carrie Turner. She's a great person. Real Talk Kim, she was there. Uh, Jamal Bryant going to be there uh, this Saturday. Uh, a lot of heavy hitters, uh, you know, in the faith community. Like, it was really, really like seeing, like, J. Cole, Kanye uh, West, Kendrick Lamar, like all those heavy hitters in one building. It's crazy. It's one of the biggest uh, conferences, you know, 
that I've ever been to. And uh, they're gonna have like some presidential candidates like Bernie Sanders, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, a lot of people that's running for, you know, their presidential uh, spot next year in 2020. So. It, it, was, it was it was great seeing a lot of people from Atlanta, seeing a lot of people from Instagram that you you might see on a daily basis, you know. So just what was going the conference most about? Was it you know was it leadership? Was it just inspirational? What was it? What was no, it? it's about leadership. It's about leadership and leadership in your business. Oh. You got entrepreneur uh, ways. You got creative ways. Uh, mm-hmm. Kev on stage. I went to one of his. Uh, one of his sessions and he was just talking about the power of no you know you can't say yes to anything basically that uh whole session was about negotiation mm-hmm. um so you know this is not one of those inspirational motivational conferences if you're looking for that this right. is one of those uh note-taking uh conferences and you cannot record because it's um just you know val- valuable information that you can only pay for so um so i liked it it was great I mean, was it something that, uh, like, you found, like, how did you, because, I mean, I know a lot of our listeners probably, you know, trying to figure out, like, how did you find out about it? The internet, nigga, Google hey, it. I mean, nah, you know nah, 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 they, they, they may not know. Was it nah. Eventbrite? Was it like? Oh, no, nah, no, nah, it wasn't on Eventbrite. Okay. Um, I had been seeing this conference ever since I was in Houston, uh, oh, ever since wild. last year. Yeah, this, okay. it was a big conference last year. Mm-hmm. I seen Pastor Keon when he went to it or whatever, I was, mm-hmm. and I did some research on it. And you know, just saw a lot of, you know, just I guess famous uh, preacher people, whatever like that. But I didn't know. I, I thought it was just like make you feel good type preaching, hooping right. and hollering. But no, nah, it's 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 really more basically like entrepreneurship, like trying to get your trying to get your bag together and also be a Christian at the same time. So. That's what I like about it. Uh, but anyway, uh, topic of the week, man. Uh, never chase a man. So uh, this is gonna be a good topic, man. We doing something different. We not jumping straight into the speak on it uh, topic. So I just yeah, I was listening to this uh, this thing on YouTube. This black lady, she was just pouring her, her little heart out about you know, I guess approaching men or whatever like that. <laughs> And, you know, I decided to get my own one-two on it, and I decided to bring the topic up. And I felt like um, you would be a great person to, uh, you know, elaborate, you know, on this topic. So, um, number one, I wrote down, a man's job is to hunt, not to be hunted. That's a turnoff. So, if a woman coming up to you and be like, hey, like, you know, like it's it's okay to say you know I'm handsome or something like that, which I know already. But if you say like you know I'm trying to you know I'm trying to bag you, my nigga, like you know what I'm saying, like that's kind of a turn out. How you feel about that? I mean, I have a, I'm trying to think about. Uh, I've I've had women who who approached me, you know what I'm saying, where they was like trying to get at me. Did it go well? No. No, it didn't go well because I was not interested, right? Yeah. I was, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't interested in them. I think that they definitely came to me. I don't look at it as like aggressive. I look at it like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I see, you know what I mean? I know, I, you know, hey, you know, I'm out you. But I wasn't interested in them like in that particular manner. But I understand, uh, you know, most guys probably don't look at that as like attractive. Like, unless she, uh, I feel like the only time it's a turnoff if she's not pretty. The only time that that's not like a turn off, like let's say a beautiful woman comes up to you and like, hey, Jeremy, you know what I'm saying? I'm really like she you. She got tuberculosis. 
I swear to God, bro, we don't even be talking about how, bro, what is to break? That's not the point, but what I'm trying to say she is. She had TB. She don't have TB. She's perfectly clean. Got all, she got all her shots. Uh, <laughs> she got, <laughs> she got all, she got all that done. What I'm saying is she come up to you and like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm attracted to you. You know, I'm blase, blase. You smile, you throw a little joke and shit. You know what I'm saying? Jeremy grinning. And, and you know what I'm saying? You gonna turn her down? If you mm-hmm. if you honestly attracted to her at that moment and the conversation is going with she's like, hey, you know, I think we should hang out. We should exchange numbers. I'm saying if she coming off as aggressive type, like like trying to bag you like a male, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like what's up? Give me your number? Yeah, like damn, you look fine as fuck. Like you look fine as fuck in those gray uh Pants, oh, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? Now like, that's that's totally different. Like, yeah, like Man, I feel like a, me, that's disrespectful. Yeah, you yeah. can't be looking at me but, like I'm a piece of meat. But like, like you said, most of the time it do be like them. You not attracted them, to them? Yeah, them. Uh, them nah, I ain't gonna lie. I wolves. love big women. I love big Whoa. women. But they always be at my Whoa. neck. They always be at my neck, and I got, and I gotta stop, please, please. Yeah, gotta be like, at my neck. You know they like and them the ones that be coming, them. yeah, them the ones that be coming up to you. They be, they be long, you boy. Nah, it's, they some women are just naturally aggressive. Like I just, me personally, I just, unless I'm attracted to you, then I, I look at it. If I'm not, well, if I'm not attracted to you, if I'm not attracted to you, then I don't think I think it's probably gonna be a turn off. It's for damn sure gonna be a turn off. But if I'm attracted to you, you know what I'm saying, I may give it, I may give it some leeway. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah I feel like. But if you coming to me like, yeah, baby, you, I don't even know how like a woman would do like, like, yeah, you fine as fuck. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get at you. I'm just, I'm probably not gonna be like the best. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna go well for me. Yeah. But if she, if I'm attracted to her, I don't care, girl. Come get me. Yeah. Come get me, girl. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, number two is uh, if a man wants you to chase him, um, I put he's effeminate. <laughs> I- <laughs> nah, because you gotta think about it, bro. Like, if if like naturally, you're not supposed to. Naturally, a woman, yeah, is not supposed to chase the man. You know what I'm saying? In in any type yeah. of situation, I might as well open my legs. You bad me. You took me out to de- dinner. You took me on a, a a nice date. You walked me in the park. <laughs> she bagged you. She did. She bagged me. Shit, that's a wife. That's scary. I she don't. don't know. She ain't got some type of shot. A M M R R whatever. She ain't got something. A TB shot. She, she got, got all her shots. She ain't got all her shots. And all, she got HIV. Okay, you taking it too far. But, but I mean, I understand that. I think I think because honestly, the situation is, you know. Women, I mean, the man is supposed to go after her. You know what I'm saying? I don't really, I don't feel like, I don't know if he's, if he's would he be feminine though? Mm-hmm. Like, nah. Let me be honest. Like, it's a girl that you don't like that's yeah. going after you. That's on your neck, like a dude. You know, like most of the time, girls thirsty. don't. So she thirsty. Yeah, like she on your neck. Like yeah. she on your neck, mm-hmm. and she chasing you, chasing you, chasing you. Right. Maybe you did have you thought she was cute a little bit or whatever like that, but all that's gone away now. You gotta think about it. if a girl hitting you up just multiple times, hitting you up multiple times, and you like I really like her, but now I don't like her because she just she coming at me too strong. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about yeah, like that. I've had women yeah. like that. I've, I've messed around, gave my wrong my my number, and you know 
they just really like they be at you. you yeah. Know what I'm like, What's it? Like, when we gonna get together? When we gonna get together? Like you trying to go do this? Hmm. Nah, I'm busy. I can't really. I can't really get. You know. So yeah, I understand that part. So I mean, I I I, I get that. But you know, I don't know. For me, yeah. on, on number two, I don't know if 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 a man wants a woman. It's it's just it would be a weird situation. But I won't call it feminine. Yeah. I would say it's just he's a little off. I don't know if it's feminine, but he a little off. That boy used dove deodorant. Uh, anyway, um, so do you respect a woman more uh, when they have to when you have to work for it? When you have, have to, to work, work for their affection, their attention, their love, do you respect the woman more, or are you turned off by that? That I have to work for them, like yeah, like. Uh, what is it? Not covet, but um, like you, like you hit, you hit her. You know, like those type of girls, you hit them up for like two days, and they in love with you. You know, oh, you yeah. bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Opposed yeah. to a woman, you don't hit them up all month. You've been putting that work in. You, mm-hmm. you went on a couple dates. Y'all walked across, you know, around the park a couple times and stuff right. like that. Right. I feel like I'll, I'll, and I'll they like both it. equally attractive. Now I had a girl. I had a girl that was beautiful. Right. But on the second day, she talking about, "I love you" and all this. Not "I love you." Not she, re- she real like all in clingy. Like, yeah, yeah. Clingy yeah. All over you. Like what are you doing? Like blah, blah, scary. Blah, all over you. Like you can't go nowhere. Type. Yeah. I me personally, I, I mean, I enjoy the chase. Especially, I think anything worth. You know what I'm saying? Anything worth having is worth worth working hard for. Yeah. And I think that is the same thing when it comes to women. I think, you know what I'm saying? I want to know that if I, you know what I'm saying? If I'm putting in this work, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like she's a potential, uh, you know, girlfriend slash, you know, future wife, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like pursuing with a purpose. I feel like. That's the main thing. But, I mean, I can't stand that all over me clingy thing. You barely even know me. Like, if I ask you what my favorite color is, you can't tell me. Yeah, like, I, she don't even know your middle you know, name. She don't know my middle you name. Your daddy she name. Don't know, she don't know where I'm from for real, how I got here. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But you all into me, quote, unquote. So, I, I, me personally, I prefer I prefer the chase. I like I like the chase. I think it's, it's exciting. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's something that you're working towards. So, I like it. Moving on until I speak on the topic. Speak on it. Uh, your boy Jeffrey Epstein uh, sadly passed away uh, in jail. So if anybody you know you know been living on the rock in the last week or so, Jeffrey Epstein was accused of sex trafficking. Um, so according to ABC News, law enforcement sources said that Jeffrey hung himself. Around 6.39 a.m. and he was in cardiac arrest and transported to the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York Downtown Hospital. Uh, The 66-year-old was set to stand trial next year for allegedly sexually abusing multiple underage girls in both New York and Florida. as you may know, on July 6th, he was arrested for allegedly uh, sex trafficking of minor girls in his Upper East Side mansion, as well as his home in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, some of the charges against him reportedly dated all the way back to early 2000. Uh, Jeffrey had to plead not guilty, and if convicted, he was facing up to 45 years in prison. Um, so, 
they were supposed to keep him safe or whatever like that, but he ended up hanging himself. Yeah, I think like the the officers or security guards or whatever the case may be, they ended up like leaving or something like that, or they ended up they ended up some something happened to where they weren't monitoring them as they should, and then all of a sudden they came back the next day and they found them hanging in his cell. So, um, but yeah, he also had a little black book that he kept a lot of his clientele and different contacts in as well, where this black book has is different contacts, different emails. Uh, from people who you know, who are very famous, you got Mick Jagger, Richard Bronson, um, you know these high-profile celebrities, who he from many say that he had dirt on, that could possibly have been doing some of the same things he was alleged to be doing, um, and so yeah, it's, it could be more coming from this, not just from his death. He also has an estate that some that that has to go to. Um, that could also be, you know what I'm saying, something else that a lot of the, the tabloids get a hold of as well. But the little black book that he has um, is definitely in the hands of the police department. And like I said, they could release those, or uh, you know, could come into criminal charges, you know what I'm saying, throughout, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it could be, it could be a spiral effect for, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Epstein. But yeah. that whole situation is, is very weird and twisted so if you look into it make sure y'all go check that out about him and all his heinous alleged crimes again i say alleged because i don't know if he was convicted of these crimes so you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna put that on him yet but shit was pretty terrible yeah it's it's, it's crazy out here shout out to um young uh epstein i'm not shouting out. um no. you know rp my boy uh, yeah, i know even though i know he's listening mm-hmm. but um he's definitely <laughs> Speaking of uh, hanging, uh, Joe Biden, he just hung himself, basically, uh, as he keeps talking. Um, I, I, I don't know who's Joe Biden's uh, advisor or PR person, but they really, really need him, need to tell him to keep it to a minimum when he talks because he just keeps running out. Uh, so Joe Biden says, poor kids are just as bright as white kids. <laughs> So I don't, I don't, I don't. So he's basically saying that that people who are not white are poor. Yeah, that are poor. So is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. So I'm not voting for Joe Biden. So yeah, I know who Jim is voting for. I don't know who I'm voting for because everybody lady. trash. He's voting for his old lady. Nah, everybody trash, man. Anyway. Anyway, the former vice president and 2020 Democratic presidential candidate said that poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids during a conversation about uh, discrimination uh, by low-income students. It was just like a, a low-income student-type rally-type discrimination-type thing going on. Right. And so, basically, he was just going on and on. He tried to clean it up because he recognized like what he said then he tried to clean it up so i i give him all the props uh for trying to clean up you know whatever he said um he said we have this notion that somehow if you're poor you cannot do it poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids biden said during a town hall um in california he paused then quickly clarified wealthy kids black kids asian kids no i really mean it but think how we think about it, he said. I don't know. He was trying to say at the end right there, but he said white kids, black kids, and Asian kids. He tried to, uh, 
you know, kind of clean that up. So, shout out to Joe Biden for knowing what he, you know, said. Why that boy love shouting out people? Why are we shouting out Joe Biden for calling all minorities poor? Like, it ain't poor white people. It is poor. It's more poor white people than poor it's black people. It's poor white people it's more out poor there white that's, people than you know poor black people. Don't, that don't have about money. That. So... I don't. I don't know what. I understand the whole notion behind the the event and and things like that. But yeah, you got to be careful what you're saying. But I mean, I guess that's a difficult thing when you're trying to talk fast and get it out. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how the question was asked, mm-hmm. that could have been you know a reason why not justifying it. But yeah. what I'm saying is, it's, it's a possibility he could have just you know what I'm saying spoke too soon. So, yeah. but yeah, that's that's. Y'all's people, y'all's boy, Joe Biden. Yeah, y'all, shout y'all out to Joe Biden. Boy. Yeah, he he running off fast at the mouth. Uh, so in good news, this is just some Atlanta news. Uh, since we live in the great city of Atlanta, Atlanta is adding million dollar businesses at, at a rate faster than most U.S. cities. Uh, so this was in Atlanta business uh, journal journal uh, the city of Atlanta is dominating the business market in a major way the number of million dollar companies in Atlanta is growing at as fast rate um, than other US city uh, cities including competitors New York Dallas st. Louis and Kansas uh, while Austin Texas took the top spot by adding million dollar businesses at a rate of 15% Atlanta massive jump within the last five years is what set them apart from others who's ranking higher on the list and also uh, you know other other things like the media you know media that media industry that's influx in Atlanta and everything like that so you know shout out to Atlanta man I had million dollar businesses. I mean, I, I mean, Atlanta is a place where a lot of people come. It's like it's a cheaper living expense than Hollywood. So you come down here, and make a name for yourself, and and really get your business started and be around like minded people. I think that's the that's the main thing of those million dollar businesses. Is they're surrounding themselves with people who are actually looking to start businesses themselves, or looking to have partners, or looking to combine ideas and be able to create something new you know what i'm saying uh atlanta's becoming also on the tech side of it, atlanta's becoming a very you yeah. know uh, a boiling melting pot type thing of a lot of tech experts and those tech experts are coming from california these canada different places mostly california because of the cost of living and you know what i'm saying the wage difference because cost of living versus the wages kind of don't really make sense especially for the amount of knowledge that those people have so they yeah. come to atlanta Find them, you know what I'm saying, like-minded people, create a team, create a group, throw out the app, then boom. You know what I mean? Now you got a fluctuation of a business or a company, uh, a small company, a small, well, a small business rather, where you can make money off of. And that's, you know, pretty much that million-dollar businesses are growing from, just the collaboration of others and uh, being around like-minded people. So, yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah, I think we need to, you know, accommodate for... You know this influx of people that's coming in also um i was actually like looking at a lot that's right across the street from where we film at mm-hmm. um you know it's like an old little shopping plaza right there mm-hmm. i was wondering like i know in the next like two years i know they're gonna knock that down and probably put some apartments up there right now because mm-hmm. this is just apartments but I think Atlanta, uh, I think this is great and all, but I think we need to accommodate for these people that's moving in. And I actually was having a conversation uh, with a guy that actually worked for the uh, 
the the Department of Transportation in the city of Georgia, mm-hmm. and they were talking about uh, actually creating another loop around the the loop that we have, you know, 75, 85, you know, that's coming together in that loop. Right. Uh, I think we need to create another loop around it, like Houston, Dallas, you know, even uh, in New York with the boroughs and everything like that. We need to separate the traffic because the traffic is, you know, getting out of hand. You got two massive ways of traffic coming on, you know, two interstates. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to uh, create problems. Um, and we do not want it to get like Houston back in the day when everybody was stuck on a highway or, you know, people die from from heat exposure and stuff like that. So I think um, the mayor, uh, young Keisha, uh, she needs to think about stuff like that also. Um, I understand uh, the influx of people coming in because it's a booming uh, market right now, but I think we need to accommodate a little bit better with traffic and housing. So, yeah, it's gonna be difficult though. Yeah, it's gonna be very, very hard for them to do. And I mean, businesses are coming in for that kind of. You know what I'm saying? With the new people, you get to work from home more. You don't have to. You can leave between a certain time frame in the daytime, where everybody doesn't have to leave at eight a.m. or be at work at seven a.m. or what make most companies downtown you don't really have to be at work until like 10 or you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying you get off at 10 to 7 9 to 6 8 to 5 7 to 4 stuff like that so Damn. you know certain things can be put in place but i mean i, I agree i think you know what i'm saying we definitely gotta accommodate for the more for more people being here but also you know it's gonna be difficult for that type of change to implement because like i said atlanta is just gonna keep growing yeah it's not going to stop so yeah that's the same thing with Houston. Actually, they had two loops. They got the inner loop, then they got the outer loop. Now they've been <laughs> building a third loop, you know, just to give you a visual. Tumball, Texas. Yeah. All the way out there to come loop around, like, to get into the inner city. So it's, it's crazy out there. So just like here. Um, but any other news, uh, I know we talked about mass shootings all last week. Uh, we got a black man out here. Uh, shooting six police officers. Uh, so Philadelphia uh, uh, shooting suspect surrenders to police after hour-long standoff. Uh, so Marquise Hill uh, surrendered to authorities and was taken into custody in early hours of Thursday morning after a brief stop at Temple University Hospital uh, for evaluation. The police standoff lasted nearly eight hours, and during that time, Hill shot six police officers who luckily sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, I don't know what is going on. I don't know the reason why he shot. I don't know the reason why he was killing these, you know, not killing these people, but shooting at the police officers. Um, I feel like, I don't know, this whole thing with guns, I feel like I know Donald Trump's. Like I actually listened to Donald Trump today, and he was talking about most of these gun uh, offenses and stuff like that is uh, due to uh, mental illness. I just feel like we just need to uh, control the guns. You know, yeah, I believe in uh, stricter background checks and everything like that. But I think we also need to control the guns because at the end of the day, man, somebody crazy. Gonna get, go get a gun regardless. I don't care how many programs, how many uh, facilities that Donald Trump is talk, talking about building, talking about we need to go back to the 40s and 50s. 
you know, with those uh, insane, uh, you know, asylums and stuff like that. Like, we need to go back to that. <laughs> bro, that is not going to stop people from killing folk. Like, bro, these people were living, like, normal lives, like, going to going to work, you know, living, like, everyday lives. It's just like they snapped one day. They was already, you know, kind of crazy. But it's like they just snapped one day, you know. It's not like a uh, little pookie. You know, in the neighborhood, everybody know he crazy. Now, if little Pookie go and kill somebody, it's like okay. You know, little Pookie was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it's a little John that's in the back cubicle. <laughs> it's a little John that's in the back cubicle that's always quiet, that's always looking at you sideways. Now he kills somebody. It's like, oh man, I know he was a little crazy, but I didn't think he was asylum crazy. He was that crazy. Crazy, like, yeah. Dude, that crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think. Shout out. They 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 gave my man's a nickname. They talked. They said he was John Wick. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I you like I agree. Um, definitely more stricter laws on the gun control. And at the same time, man, you just gotta clean up the streets with these guns. I think you know what I'm saying guns in the wrong hands uh, can can be detrimental to the to them to the. People, you know, what I'm saying to innocent people, mm-hmm. and you know, those police officers did not deserve to get shot. And no matter how much y'all, some of y'all out there hate police officers and hate what they stand for, and blase, blase, yeah. nobody deserves to get shot at like that, or, or you know, what I'm saying harmed in that way when they're trying to protect, uh, protect and serve. So I just, I don't get it. I mean, I don't understand why he did it, what he did it for. He probably nobody will never know, but. We just got to clean up the streets with these guys. Yeah. Clean the streets. <laughs> Speaking of the streets, uh, my boy Nipsey Hussle, man, it was his birthday today. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Uh, Lauren, London, uh, Lauren London, she put uh, some nice words for Nipsey Hussle, uh, you know, out there today. And shout out to Nipsey Hussle. I always think about uh, Nipsey Hussle um, because I think ever since, you know, you know, I kind of like listen to his music and kind of listen to some of the interviews. Um, every time I think about Nipsey Hussle, I'm like, all right, I gotta do better. I know a lot of people. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a always, you know, verify this because I didn't get on Nipsey Hussle until he died. Hey, who cares? But at the end of the day, you know, I, you know, I'm still gonna celebrate his life. So, um, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Uh, happy birthday to that man. All right. Um, in other news, uh, Asa Rocky, uh, he was found guilty on all charges that he faced in Sweden. Um, so Asa Rocky sent out this nice little uh, courtesy, you know, message out to his fans. He said, "I am, I am." Um, Disappointed about today's verdict. I want to say thanks again to all of my fans, friends, and everyone who showed me love during this difficult time. I'm going to keep moving forward. Thank you to my team, my management, attorneys, labels, and everybody who advocated for my justice. Uh, I didn't advocate for his justice because of what he said a long time ago with the Black Lives Movement. Um, Holding that man to what he said back then. I, I don't care. He said he didn't care about Black Lives Matters. So why should I care he about? Cleaned what it up. He said he clarified what he stated in another mm-hmm. interview after that. You know what I'm saying? He anyway, 
He going to jail now. Well, he's not going to jail. According to TMZ, um, on Wednesday, four of the judges in the cases issued their ruling, which included uh, finding ASAP Rocky guilty of assaulting a man during a street fight while he was out in Stockholm. The judge said that ASAP, along with two of his friends, were also standing trial. Um, so basically, with all of this tied up together, ASAP Rocky would not do jail time. Good job, Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump doing the damn thing. That's dead. That's what I'm talking hey, about. I'm bashing every week. He got some and good you, lawyers. And here you go, just going out here doing what you need to do to get ASAP Rocky cleared. Donald Trump, you got somebody else's vote because you don't got mine. But I'm just saying, you doing the damn thing. Keep it up. Yeah. All right. Well, in other news, who's doing the damn thing? Tob and uh, Julie. Christy, Chrisley, Chrisley. Um, have turned themselves in on federal tax char- tax charges. Um, so basically, they had a bad CPA man. They owe some taxes, and they had to turn themselves into jail. Uh, free my people. Yeah, you know, freedom, freedom. Um, if you haven't watched the Chrisleys, man, that is a great reality show. Man. I never watched an uh, episode of my life. Uh, bro did look a little feminine to me, That's but I didn't. Fine. I didn't the watch show it. Show was lit, and I'm sick. They also tried to get my man's last year. On they lived in Atlanta, right? Yes, they lived in like Alpharetta or something like that, or Alpharetta Jones Creek area or something like that. I think from what I'm I was told. Uh, they live yeah north somewhere north of Atlanta, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so North Cross, that, I, they definitely said, <laughs> uh, free the Christmas, <laughs> hey, damn, showing in little Mexico, free the Christmas because that was my that's no, that's what they got, but it's not racist, but free the Christmas, that was one of my favorite shows to watch, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sick, I'm sick. They they got money, they just didn't pay their taxes, it's a white collar crime, it'd be all right. Yeah, that'd be all right. If they do go to prison, they'll be they got a good, good federal prison, like what Bill Cosby, did, where they get like three hots in a cot, Wi-Fi, and like TV. They living good. They'd be all right. Yeah. Other news: uh, Alabama man, they made you know they're making news again. Uh, Alabama McDonald's employee fired for allegedly insulting a police officer. I don't like y'all. According to Fox News, Alabama. McDonald's employee uh, was a fire out there allegedly insulting a police officer at a restaurant drive through window. As the officer pulled up to pay for his order, the police noticed his uniform and said, I don't like y'all. According, <laughs> according to the Facebook post, the manager's comments were taken as an insult and rude and has since been fired from the restaurant. Damn. How you get, how you get, how you even get, like, yeah. That's his personal opinion. That's his first amendment. He fired. We don't need that. He fired. A, a, yeah, I mean, that'd be like, it'd be the same thing if he said, damn, I don't like pregnant women. Damn, I don't like I don't like men with thigh cuts. It wouldn't probably have got the same press, but he still should have got his ass fired. Hmm. That's how I feel. Shit. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not putting up with that. Know your worth, young king. Don't don't work at McDonald's. I, I know he's a young king. But go to Wendy's Burger King, probably right around the corner. Popeye's got a good chicken sandwich. 
You know what I'm saying? They popping right now. You go over there. Go to Popeyes. Go over there with your people with Louisiana it's kitchen. Smell like chicken all day. That fine. He smell like damn uh, quarter pounds all day. Shit, this is the same different. He up there want to be. He, he can't he, smell quarter. Well, if he ain't out there running his running his ass kisser and 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 talking down about the police, somebody he don't like them. He would have a job. Yeah, that's true. So you uh, right about that, young brother. That's that's him. Anyway, uh, racist news of the week. Let's clap it up. Racist news of the week. A white woman complains about plantation tour because she felt lectured about slavery. It's a plantation. So I guess. <laughs> what she expect? She thought that it was gonna be like a. So basically, she wrote like a Yelp review, a Google review, and basically she thought that she was coming to the plantation to see a beautiful home, to learn about the history, maybe the flowers, maybe the landscape, maybe uh, you know the 19th century uh, chandeliers, maybe something like that. But during the tour, they talked about slaves the whole tour. And she, I, I don't have time to read this 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 foolish street uh, uh, of stuff, but she's basically, I, I guess the plantation was in Louisiana, and she uh, she was just mad that she had to hear about slaves all you know all day. I mean, it's three sides of the story. They side your side of the truth. I want to hear what the lecturer had to say. I want to hear about other people because people love going in there saying they talk about slavery. They probably brought up slavery maybe two or three times. Ain't no telling. I mean, I'm gonna take it as what it is, but it's a plantation. So yeah. what do you expect? Anytime yeah. the word plantation is used, it's hella plantations in South Carolina, Georgia, pretty much anywhere in the South. There are plantations that people you can go on, uh, like Airbnb, and go rent out a plantation for the weekend. Actually, or that's <laughs> a, like a luxury home. That's dead. I would. They are some nice homes. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Lie. I mean, it's probably all kind of spirits roaming around there. But if you're good with your soul, you all right. Yeah, but it's plenty. I don't know what she expected. So that that whole situation, yeah. she a yeah, lot of spirits. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, uh, other racist news of the week. Uh, Donald Trump uh, he proposed a policy to ban public assistance for illegal immigrants and denying green cards. Did we talk about this? I feel like we did. Or, or was that, mm, I must have talked to somebody no, else about, about it. Green cards. I mean, uh, gee, he pulling he pulling everything. I mean, I, he just I guess he just really want illegal immigrants and people just want them who gone, are man. not quote unquote born in America. But his folks were not born in America. So well, they came over a boat and, you know, pretty much forced Native Americans out of their land. Well, hey. So let's talk about the real history there. You but, want to talk about that? You want to talk about these illegal immigrants over here who are terrorizing, as he has stated plenty of times before, terrorizing yeah. the American citizens. Yeah, and it looks like he's targeting uh, immigrants that utilize benefits like food stamps, Section 8 housing. Um, the goal of the administration is to move, is to crack down on legal and illegal immigrants. So the reason why they're doing that, they're saying that these illegal immigrants are basically on food stamps and Section 8 housing. And if they can crack down on that, they can get most of the illegal immigrants. Anyway, let's clap that. it up for the racist, racist Donald Trump, man. We, you know, we, we 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 see you out here. We see you out here working, um, but we're not going. 
He's. I, I just feel like it's dumb, man. I just really feel like he need to just leave these people alone, let these nah. people live their life. Nah. Um, like I said, man, this was not all these white. I mean, all these race racist white people that think that America is your land. It was never your land. It was always the native a Native Americans' land. You know what I'm saying? They were here first. You came here. Disease infested You killed them You moved them out of their land And now you're saying Oh this is my land And uh, uh, you know We own this Texas was Mexico All of that was Mexico Y'all stole all that from them And now y'all want to say Oh yeah this is our land I love America uh, uh, God bless God bless America No like you gonna go to hell like, like real talk. Like, God gonna be like, bet. God gonna be like, bet. All right, y'all stay down there. You know, you know, down there. I don't wanna say hell, whatever, like that. Y'all already said it. But, like I said, man, God gonna separate y'all, and y'all gonna, y'all gonna be like, damn. Like, should never be messing with them like that. But anyway. That boy Jeremy gave y'all a whole history lesson. Yeah, man, like y'all came disease infested off the boat, killed a lot of Native Americans, and then y'all moved them west, and then y'all, you know, pretty much killed them off, and then Mexico, New Mexico, California, all that was Mexico. Then y'all took it over because y'all forced geographical. Y'all, you know, y'all y'all forced them out of their land. You know what I'm saying? Now y'all want to say, oh, we need borders. Oh, we need a wall. Y'all sound dumb. Y'all sound dumb as hell right now. That's what y'all president want. That's what he's going to get. That boy going to stroke out soon. But anyway. um, Anyway, Simone Biles. uh, She makes... uh, Is that her name or last name? Okay. Yeah. She said it's so strong. Yeah, uh, she makes history twice um, at 2019 uh, U.S. Gymnastic Championship. So I don't know what what she did, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a name what she did. Uh, she was the first person to ever perform a double double beam dismount, as well as the first woman to land a triple double in competition during the floor exercise. If you had, did you did you see the video? No, that shit defies like the law of physics. What she did. She defied the law of physics. Yeah. She's black. I mean, Duh. what that's supposed to mean? She's black. We're amazing. Well, anyway, uh, shout out to Simone Biles, man. She's out here getting another he check. Teeny know what she did. That's see, he ain't even a, seen a video. Yeah. He just did. She from Houston, man. H-time. He ain't even seen a video. The shit was amazing. Yeah. I Houston people showing out this year. You love it. I love Houston, man. Houston's a, a, a very special city in that's, my heart. That's two man. things. That's two things. Hey, Jeremy, I'm like Drake. I, I, we need to put like a Houston. Houston Atlanta, no, Vegas. We need to put a Houston counter in every video and a Kamala I don't even counter say in Houston every, every video. I think you have referenced Houston at no. least once in every video. No, I haven't. I guarantee you at least I haven't. once. In some fashion. I have not. I know. I, I know me. I haven't. I know you have. Yeah. Probably uh, Kamala Harris. That's uh, been it. Yeah. That's, that's a count. That that's can be a count. Every episode. But I'm saying Houston, though. I don't even talk about Houston like that. I think we talk about yeah. Houston every episode. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about Megan Thee Stallion, yeah. But that's, that's, I'm saying some type of Houston reference in every episode. We don't talk about Megan Thee Stallion. We don't, we yeah. talking about it now. We just yeah. brought up. We, the Houston count already started now, but I'm saying in prior episodes, 
You have talked about Houston. Jeremy loves Houston. I'm buy my I love Houston shirt. Yeah. I'm, anyway. I'm anyway. All right, so we're going to end off this episode. I hope y'all like the new uh, visual uh, coming by, uh, you know, a nice, Not, you nice know camera. But anyway. Can't tell them all that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Nah, nah, I definitely can't tell, tell them. Can't tell them all that. That's you know dead. But anyway. Literally. Anyway, yeah. thank y'all so much for all the support, uh, all the love, everything that y'all showed us thus far. Um I just wanna uh leave y'all leave y'all off on this note, man. Uh watch who you surround yourself with, man. Uh watch out, you know, who your friends are. I think Gabrielle Union, uh, she said something that struck out to me this week. She said, Your day ones, you know, always been hating on you since day one. So always yeah, like you gotta you gotta you gotta surround yourself with good people, man. And always, you know, Understand who you're with. You know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, stop trusting everyone. Stop thinking everybody your friend and stuff like that. Always remember, man. Somebody always gonna be hating on you. So always do what you gotta do, man. Because people gonna hate if you're doing right or if you're doing good. People gonna always talk about you. People gonna always say something about you. So continue to do what you wanna do. Because at the end of the day, they're not paying your bills. At the end of the day, they're not feeding you. At the end of the day, they're not inspiring you. So do what you want to do. Stop listening to these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, my, my, my mama don't like what I got going on. Fuck your mama. Whoa. Do what you got to do, my nigga. Do what you got to do. I know I say, I know that's that's out of my character. Y'all not used to this. Y'all used to, you, you know, the pocket. Christian Jeremy, you know, and I'm I'm always going to be Christian. But at the end of the day, man, do what you got to do, man. If your if your grandma don't like that you rapping, fuck your grandma. <laughs> at the end of the what? day, man, you got to do what you got to do, bro. If you know in your heart God and called you to do what you want to do, man, do it. Do that thing, man. And, and also, don't be afraid to invite new friends into your life, man. Sometimes your new friends are better than your old friends. You know what I'm saying? Stop, stop reverting to your past because sometimes your past don't have nothing new to say. So just continue to do... Uh, you know, great things, man. Listen to yourself. Listen to the voices that are telling you to do the right things, man. Don't listen to all these other people. Because they're going to talk about you anyway. They're going to talk about you anyway. So do what you got to do. And uh, like I said, if your grandma, your mama, your daddy, your pastor, all these people telling you, oh, I don't like what you're doing. Fuck you. <laughs> so at the end of the day, man, uh, that's my gym for the day. Jeremy. <laughs> so that's what it is, man. Bruh. Um, I, you know, hey. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's true though. I mean, you, you know I, what I'm saying? I'm not gonna deny it. I think you know, you gotta you gotta follow what's what's best for you and in, in, in every situation. So what's best for you and and if you believe that you've been called to do whatever it may be. Do it. You know what I'm saying? Valuing other people's opinions is only going to keep you from getting to your goal and dreams, you know, quicker. So stop valuing their opinion and just do it. Yeah, do it. Well, 
Y'all already know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Again, we appreciate y'all for checking in, tuning in, everybody who's been with us thus far yeah. along this journey. As we continue to grow, we can't stress this enough. Make sure y'all subscribe. Oh, you see, I'm getting emotional. Make sure y'all subscribe. I'm just so happy for them. You know, they just... Let me get myself together. Make sure y'all go ahead and hit that subscribe yeah, button on every platform right now. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the crew. But y'all already know what time it is. It's been real. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been fun. But it hadn't been real fun. And been real fun. Y'all be blessed. Yee! What does the cross on your forehead signify? It's a knife.